0: Good evening, everyone. Hi, everybody. Good morning for those who are ahead of us time-wise from different parts of the world, Australia and so on. And uh, good day for the rest of you who are going to listen to this later. We're back for a new episode of our podcast, which is now reaching its 10th episode. Getting a lot of them. Exactly. We're going through. Today, we're in a special place... Which Farrell will uh, tell us about because uh, yes. we're in Scotland.
1: Yes, we're near where my old, my granny is from. Um, a little bit west of her, but we're in the Isle of Skye. We're going to be taking a beautiful trip uh, down the coast around the Isle of Mull. I'm going to go up the Firth of Lorne, divert a little bit, and see Ben Nevis, the highest mountain in the in the on the island of Great Britain and uh then venture our way further north again past fort william up loch ness and we're going to end in inverness and so it should be a beautiful trip and we have a few people already joining us which is kind of exciting and have a few little facts on things as we go and i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be fun
0: yeah exactly and we're going through uh the, the mysteries of Northern Great Britain, and uh, especially right here. This, this is this is a whole section we're kind of going uh, towards the ocean first, and then we're going back inland. And, uh, of course, part of this is uh, the Loch Ness. So we're going to see if we can figure out something <laughs> lurking around the depths of the loch.
1: I'm going to be using that GoPro to look straight down as we go over the water. Maybe we can see something.
0: Imagine. That would be amazing. If you had, like, uh, <laughs> Little Easter Imagine egg or, the or something. <laughs> i hey, And, and the Halloween's yeah, right, coming right, right. up, so exactly, it would be
1: so perfect. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> we'll find out if Nessie's there or not. Ooh. Off the off the coast of Urquhart Castle. I don't know if that's going to be in it or not, but we're going to see if it is. Spooky. Yeah, that will be nice.
0: Exactly. So today we are. Um, I am in a day of forty right here with the. Uh, fashionable pizza livery. Uh, this is go. the the house livery. Why? It's because it has a special uh jalapeno. <laughs> we'll to it. A little spice. So, exactly, cuz today nice. is going to be spicy. Going to see some beautiful scenery. So yeah, got to bring in the spice as
1: Can't well. Wait. I'm in a in a good old aerobat. Yeah. I like the plane. It's easy to control. Flies nice. I think it's well developed. Obviously, it's the trainers. Yeah, we're
0: vir- already down virtually. there. Virtually, we got a few people yeah. who are down there with us. So uh, I'll be taking my map on the external view because uh, I want to be able to see it regardless. We are, we're where yeah. most of us, at least, are aware of the <clears> bug. <bark. throat> if you open up your VFR map, you can't really close um, it because if you open yeah. it later in game, you may experience a crash to desktop. Crash, yeah. So is the evidence? Visual... How are
1: you? Hey, i the evidence please is there? Hey, buddy.
0: Hey, Evidence, yeah. Um, as usual, when we spawn out a gate, we spawn in the wrong direction. Uh, so I'll I'm fly. using a yes, nice pushback helper, uh, that's the name. Uh, so you can Google that and it's very nice. It just gives you three buttons, a toggle pushback and then you can choose right, left or straight. Uh, and You can <laughs> bypass the, the ATC this way. Uh, so directly and quickly and efficiently, like like we like to fly.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Sky looks beautiful. Low, low, late afternoon sun. We are pretty far north, so the days end a little bit earlier, as Cookie knows.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So it'll be a beautiful flight for sure.
0: Well, why do I know is I'm uh, uh, in Canada and we Canada. actually need the uh, the switch in, uh, in time because otherwise... We'd have a little pain with uh, with waking up in the morning and uh, being able to have an afternoon. So for us, the the switch in in time zones from daylight and standard is very useful.
1: Almost. uh, Let's see if I can mangle the French. Uh, La Terre Soleil Minuit. Almost. I mean, you're not quite Uh, that far north, but... Land of the Midnight Sun. I know it was butchered, but <laughs> you can understand the the,
0: the main yeah. message out of that.
1: The idea, say. right? Yeah, I'm mangled sure. but not not <laughs> incomprehensible. That's always nice.
0: Exactly, and for, uh, for only you know, you told me one year of uh, of class in French class. Yeah, 112
1: classes, years ago. Yeah,
0: that is pretty. <clears> literally, kind.
1: like ages it. and ages ago. Yeah, so
0: I know people who took French it. class just three, four years ago who don't even remember how to go to the washroom or. You know, just <laughs> some of the basics. So
1: I wandered around Europe for a little while. Ah, yeah. Sometimes he, he does a good job, and sometimes he's a little bit distracted, so I just sort of didn't kill him with my prop and waddled my way down here. Yeah. I missed him. Thank God.
0: <laughs> so here we are. I know usually I take the X-Cub to start, but, you know, just, just like delivery gotta feel spicy today so uh, I decided for a little more fancy cockpit still gonna fly manual as usual so we can all be together uh, yeah have fun and uh, yeah so we're gonna be texting I guess from from your side you do you know the the runway number for this I'm
1: I am down it's at 25, 25 yeah 25 yeah 25
0: okay. so I'll we'll be texting down there I see you already got a bit of company as well
1: We do how oh, nice. I have witnesses to my to my uh, interesting <laughs> to skill on. set. <laughs> exactly. We'll see uh, how that goes, right? Don't say a word. I warned y'all. Oops. Not used to having these luxuries, you know. What I mean? I'm used to flying with a keyboard, going crooked, going left, going left, going right, going up, going down. So it's kind of weird to have something that actually is uh, proper equipment. So I still have to get used to it as we fly around. And again, still eagerly awaiting that Bravo throttle quadrant. That's going to make life. Even easier, be nice just to look down, see where those controls are physically. Don't have to move the camera view, nothing. Just look down, and there's the feedback, just like in real life. So that, that part I'm really looking forward to. I think last I heard, the first shipments of the Honeycomb Bravo Throttle Quadrant will be the 26th of October. That's the target date. And after that initial shipment uh, directly from the manufacturer, then, um, the stores obviously will begin to uh ship theirs out, so oh, yeah. I didn't get mine direct at the time. So I'll be a little bit behind then, but hopefully before maybe the end of the month. So let's see. Got...
0: Yeah, bush flying so I can go on the grass. It's part of the of rules, course. guys. I'm not I'm not cheating here.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> In the isla sky, there's only about ten thousand people on this entire island, so to do as you like. You're not gonna chances are you're not gonna hit anything but birds and God forbid, a little sheep. So you'll just have to go around the uh, wildlife. <laughs> nah, we won't, we won't yeah, hit that, anything. That we would be hit... a
0: cool little add-on feature. Imagine from time to time, depending on where you are, <laughs> uh, you could have uh, bird strikes or yeah. wildlife. Bolting
1: on. Bolting livestock. Yes. Yeah. Bolting livestock or that would be, yeah, that'd be cool. cool.
0: And then yeah. same for, I guess, water landings with the icon, even though it's probably a little oh, can niche.
1: Can imagine a whale or something? <laughs> that'd be unbelievable. Even though slowly, Trying to land in Peach.
0: We're going yeah. to we're we're seeing more seaplanes, right?
1: Yes, I'm really really hoping. Yeah, we have a one of them just got updated. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's nice to see that somebody we've got one from uh, Black Box. They have yeah. a variant, and um, I'm hoping. I went back and double checked my uh, plane in Alaska. It was a DHC2, so. I would really love to see that DHC-2 someday. And I think there's a lot of people, and there's a thread on the forum that's saying what aircraft would you like to see. And it's very interesting read. So if anybody hasn't seen that, go in there and you know send in a couple of pictures of the aircraft you'd like to have in the sim. And we'll see what, what the developers and the third-party people do with that list. But it's a pretty impressive list. So I threw in a, a seaplane and a couple old classic props and my beloved TriStar uh, Lockheed L-1011. I love that plane. Terrible, terrible pilot. For sure, it's going to crash, but I love that plane.
0: I think we're ready for takeoff.
1: I'm ready if you want to go. Okay. Well,
0: throttle up. Let's go. Yep. let's go. Yeah. And um, I'm seeing here, uh, STW222 is talking about maybe taking a, a Diamond 62 so he can follow up with us and at the same time explore, which is... Very interesting, right? Because you can follow us, and at the same time, Ooh. if you're interested in, in some place, you can also follow up with that. So I, I yeah. found that quite cool. Yeah, feel free to do that. That's uh, quite a good idea, actually.
1: Wow, Cookie! Who knew that my aerobat would really leap off the the runway? That was pretty cool. You mean prop? And as usual, I don't know. It's just great. As usual, I wanted to say, wow! Look at the scenery. It's just and as you take off it's spectacular
0: it's always no impressive idea. that's that's the yeah. thing with uh make with a the, big scenery, turn here. the simulator we we tend to forget that fsx was so different oh, from this
1: the way the land is drawn in the distance we've talked about it before and i always use my trip to alaska as an example but it is so realistic the way that the mountains are there at the edges of the yeah, of the, the screen way down there. it's just yeah.
0: spectacular it's like wow i mean scotland's also quite specific oh, for these kind of sceneries
1: so. yeah part of the reason why i chose the chose this area
0: yeah so showing our vfr map we're going to have to take a bit of a left turn so we can yes sir join the other side um of those little hills right there yeah so we can join the uh the water down there Man.
1: Yeah, we're coming along pretty
0: nice also we've planned our trip so that with live uh well oops we're not nothing live actually weather-wise uh well but we set the timing so it's around uh 4 p.m so we're in the 4 p.m <clears throat> that way by the time we land by ivernus um it will be close to dark uh we'll we'll still have a bit of sunlight hopefully uh otherwise we'll probably depending on how long we will make this flight. So that's going to be a bit of an interesting factor. We'll we'll get to see if we do.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be beautiful. I love the way, obviously, one of the best things about the sim, of course, is the lighting. Everybody loves it, the clouds. So sometimes when you pick a certain time of day, obviously, you're going to get a really dramatic, beautiful, um, beautiful view. And this certainly is going to be one when the skies turn orange and then they turn pink, and it's going to be lovely. Can't wait. And
0: here you can see those mountains. Like it, it is a, a nice place to explore. Even we, when uh, when we were starting uh, to to look at where to go for a next flight plan, we we were looking at this area. So of course we we verify both the takeoff and the arrival uh, to make sure that the the airports we land at are not uh, that they have certain features that make it a nice uh, area for takeoffs and landings.
1: Yeah. And, Right. no so
0: a bit of quality control we can call it that and i i ended up actually wondering a bit down there on the left side because there's i mean i don't know it's just so attractive to just yeah. explore you feel that that mystery a bit sometimes so
1: yeah well now that you know that what you're looking at like if you run off to a map and compare it to your little vfr map as far as you know the shape of the land goes and the water and the the locks and things like that it's like it really is, you know, VFR. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of exciting to know that to some degree, you're actually, you're seeing what you would see as far as, you know, the shape of the land and, and, and things like that. So it's like, it is, it's like a mystery because you're like, wow, I've never been here. I've been close, but I've never been exactly here. And it's like, you're literally seeing something for the first time that you know is kind of what you would see if you were there. Whereas with FSX and, you know, P3D and X-Plane, it, it was a bit of a leap. You had to sort of um, role-play a little bit in order to imagine that you were seeing what, you know, real life looks like. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. actually, let, let's get a bit into uh, into our topics. Sure. There's always a... A lot to to talk about because oh, yeah. that news
1: today. I yeah.
0: record this on Thursdays, and I know I don't uh, always uh, upload them straight away the next day because, uh, well, of course, slice is in the way, and I always have a bit of editing to do, uh, so sometimes there's more editing, sometimes there's less editing, so
1: there'll yeah. always
0: be a bit of a, of a schedule shift, but right now we're looking, because we're on Thursdays, we can have the update exactly at the same time. When we're lucky, it can be posted an hour before we start recording this. Uh, When we're not lucky, it's posted while we record this. So uh, this time we are lucky. We were part of the the lucky group. And there has been just so many things that got posted this time. Uh, And the first thing I really want to emphasize, because this is a major point, is how transparent Microsoft is with the updates, with their internal systems, with their testing and so on. I know there's always a lot of complaints about how... The simulator has bugs how it feels like it shouldn't have been released all sorts of complaints which i can understand that when you're buying a product you're expecting something final but it is crazy how transparent they are how they're bringing all this information to us i don't see a lot of other products that are even at this quality level right because this is a you know a pretty expensive game quotations or simulator uh yeah you know, I don't see a lot of, of companies doing that for, for even that price category, so really no. big props to them. Because today's update, uh, there is a lot, and we're not going to go through absolutely everything if you want to do that. Uh, the latest update is on flightsimulator.com. Um, but what we do is we go through and we look at what's very interesting. And um, of course, because transparency is here, and they're telling us we're we're looking on Discord, the forums, the everywhere. They're really looking at at least four of the platforms, uh, the social platforms. Uh, They're going to work on being even more transparent now. So even more interesting. Um, They're telling us to expect more frequent updates to the feedback, snapshots, and development roadmaps as well now. So instead of being on the weekly cadence, we might see sometimes even more updates just show up which uh people tend to think would be the opposite right if you have uh, a product well lots of updates show up at first with the first release and updates and then slowly would decrease in time well they're actually increasing apparently the the number of updates they're going for which is very interesting
1: yeah Um, at least to me it's i think they're searching for a mix between Having frequent updates, it it shows that they're trying to address things. But then when there's a bug or something like the VFR issue map that we're having, um, they also want to maybe at some point take a little bit more time, depending on what those updates are. So I think they're they're searching for that happy medium where they get the hot fixes out and they have a little bit of extra time to maybe work on. Obviously, the more significant ones will be monthly. But it's nice to see that they're still going to try to do – What I like to call hot fixes, because we have a few things that new bugs that were introduced that might be relatively simple to, you know, get out of get out of the way. So I think it's a good sign and that they're being honest. And there's other clues we'll talk about when you look at their uh, feedback snapshot and things like that, that you can see that they are looking ahead and they have some kind of structure to show where they're going. We may not obviously have caught up to it, but. They've got many of these updates sort of planned. In stages, you can tell they've already got them numbered, and so we can go about talk about that as well. But yep, a lot of updates. I think it's a good sign.
0: Well, especially with now, we we have a a new version of the feedback uh, snapshot, which has been even more developed, I would say, uh, from the the usual uh, list that we've seen that was pretty standard. We're now reaching... You know, a, a feedback snapshot that looks even a bit more complicated to look at. Uh, it, it is something <clears throat> that you have to look at if you haven't seen it, because the new feedback snapshot oh, not only shows uh, the, the top bugs and of course the top wishes like before, but now they've also added um, the number of votes that are on it. So that would probably include the forum uh, mentions of, of those bugs or, or wishes. Uh, where they're coming on in the list. So, the, of course, there's a numbering for each of them, like an index. But then they're also telling you if it's new, if it has been dropped up or down the list, uh, kind of like a priority based on the number of votes. And as well, if they're started, if they're fixed, if they're work in progress, if they're investigating it and so on. And then finally, <laughs> when it is coming out or where as part of the, the, the backlog, where it is.
1: It's so located, yeah.
0: we can see some are coming up for update 3, 4, actually, never mind, not 3, but just update 4, 5, and 9. So those are updates in the future. Those are big uh, yep. updates, so they're planned ahead of time. And then, of course, we have the ones that are or being investigated or as part of the backlog. Um, and for those who might not know, a backlog is a huge database of tasks, bugs, and new features And those databases get assigned to developers. So developers uh, have a task that they're assigned, they're going to work on it, they're going to read all through the documentation and uh, everything that they've been gathering for the bug or the feature, they're going to work on it then part of this is tracking the feature and the bugs and so on. So they'll say, okay, I've done writing it. Now it's going to go into testing phase and then afterwards, it's going to go in a completed phase, which means completed is going to be sent with the other fixes, bug patches and feature updates that are going to be in the next update that we are going to download as the end user. And when that gets Uh, finished they get a new one automatically assigned to them that way it's a constant uh, movement and they're usually assigned with priorities to make sure certain people do certain tasks before others so that certain people don't wait because of other people's work right so they're they're trying to balance this out which is a, a difficult thing to do uh, but they they have a really good system and it seems to be working. So that's what the backlog is when they're mentioning. It's not just like a list of everything and then they're going just from top to the bottom. It's way more organized than that, which is amazing, right? And they, they, they mentioned did. that in the, yeah. um, the Q&A. So.
1: And there's a lot of... Um, if you go through those lists of those two images, there's some really important ones and they're not that far away. Update 5 seems to have paying attention to the flight control sensitivity. We have a lot of people, myself included, praying that the rudder gets some love and attention. Um, but there's also other sensitivities that uh, people are having issues with. That looks like it's in there. Uh, update number five. Yeah. And um, I thing, saw.
0: It's part of yeah. the flight control sensitivity, that, that was a sensitivity yeah. that was not started, but is expected for update five, for example.
1: So yeah, to, that's to a, give you guys a yeah. clue,
0: we're on update three. That's the update that we had with yeah. Japan. They they have an Airbus.
1: They have an Airbus issue after the patch. That is up to update nine. So that gives you an idea that they have some kind of organization well ahead. I mean, you think about it. How far out could update nine be? January, February?
0: Well, if you we have a
1: couple. Yeah, we have a couple in November. Um, I mean, you would estimate one
0: to two per month. Yeah. Not more for sure so if
1: you count two per month yeah two per three, month yeah so go out yeah you're, you're talking at we're least getting another one this months. month so that's so we'll so, have yeah. four by the end so if i would say, say yeah i would say q january february yeah
0: right so the first yeah. quarter of of 20 uh 21. See where yeah so, so
1: i definitely recommend looking at those feedback snapshot uh images that they provided in today's update because they're gonna I'll give you a clue, and if you can find your issue there, then you know that, okay, it's not going to be terribly long. Like uh, Cookie said, we get two updates a month. We're going to have the fourth one uh, here next week. I think uh, later on, we'll get into the development roadmap. I think they showed two there. So five and six would be in November.
0: Somewhere like that, and, that, and that yeah. means that's expecting if everything goes up to up to plan, if there's right, no other of bugs that are going to come in and, of and uh, fill up the pipeline, right? Because yep. if you introduce more bugs, then you're going to also have more work because you're going to fix those. Yeah. But as they mentioned in the Q&A, and I know the, we're going to mention that Q&A quite a few times. There's oh, just yeah. so much info in it. For sure. Uh, they are making sure they're not going to do those mistakes again, so at least they're yeah. learning from it in the bare minimum.
1: Can I just say I'm in a little bit of heaven here looking off to my port side with all these little isles and islets and peninsulas and land? It's like, uh, it's in, it's it's in the blood reason. there. Yep. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if, if you think back, these are incredible places that have seen some incredible history. I mean, we've got the Picts were some of the first people to settle. Uh, the Celts were here. The Norse were here. The Battles of the Clans between – um. Uh, Donald and uh, McLeod. And so it's a lot. Of, we're literally flying over some incredible history. So on top of all the technical things that we have, uh, we have this beauty to keep us, you know, yeah, occupied yeah, yeah. And, and somewhat satisfied while we get out all the kinks. And sometimes it's, you know, it can be frustrating, but then I think back, remember FX, remember where you came from, remember what it was. And of course, as I said before, I remember the days when I sort of worked with another developer. And when it came out, it was just it took a whole year to really get it flowing. Unfortunately, it only had another year of life, roughly. But yeah, yeah, we're not going to have that issue. Yes, sir. I'm
2: trying to uh, edge in here a little bit. Um, I got a late start. So can you tell me where you are in the flight plan? Because I don't see any aircraft in the
3: Flight events Client. Yes, oh, and I also I also have a question.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. So we cool. are.
3: Uh, so we we're, took. Where where are we podcasting to? <laughs> uh,
0: all we, the major platforms, honestly. Uh, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And Spotify. I will be
3: quiet because I I tend to ramble, so I'll uh, just sit and listen.
1: Nah. <laughs> we're
4: about right, midway guys. on waypoint two.
1: Yeah, we're way Yeah, I just passed waypoint two myself. We are coming up to.
2: Well, that's um, odd because no one's on flight events client, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, my bad. I know sometimes I tend to forget that, but uh, I I should uh, do that for next time. I'll keep that in mind. Thanks for that. Um, here's on the map where we are. So we took off from Xbro. nice ICAO name. Uh, we're we're on our way for waypoint three now.
1: Yep. Waypoint three is just before. Well, it's just at as we approach the uh, Isle of Mull, and we're gonna we're gonna visit that and go around that island, and we'll go up the major waterway. So if you can yep. launch yourself from uh, Broad Broadford and head south, when that's the it. land ends, hook hook a left.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: that's why I can't see you on. The map either because I forgot to use the proper server, so I'll relaunch.
0: Ah, okay. Right, we're on uh, East, US East. USA. East Yep. So what? What want... server?
2: I'm sorry.
0: US... East USA.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay.
2: East USA.
0: You don't need to restart the the game for this. It's just on the top right. Even in game, yeah. you can switch that just by pausing with the escape. Actually, talking about pausing, um, because that's ah, something yeah. I also figured out just yesterday, thanks to you for io Yeah. Um, There is actually a real true pause feature that will pause the plane and the simulation. A lot of you might have seen and heard of the uh, active pause, but there's also this other pause, which is a true pause. And this true pause is actually just like the good old FSX pause. Um, You do have to go in your settings and set that yourself because it's not... I don't think it's actually mapped uh by default. no it's not no it's not mapped
2: yeah that's what i use i have two buttons on my joystick that i use that for that function
0: yeah, yeah but uh so there's active pause there's the true pause and then there's the escape button so three ways and i only found this recently so <laughs> it's very Yeah, useful. i didn't know
1: either i kind of and, was searching around and yep
0: Hell, i i that is something that i, I should have uh had in at the beginning i don't yep. know why it's uh it was hidden A couple
1: like... times I've come out of active pause and it's been like a weird kind of, like the plane almost turned off or it it was diving and then suddenly you come back in and it sort of righted itself. But I was like, no, I want a real pause. So I started digging around on the forums and I had seen it in the keyboard uh, commands. It wasn't assigned, but I was like, I wonder if it really does what it, what it seems to. And then finally I just said, you know what, how bad can it be? So let's give it a try and it works. So. I just picked two keys. I don't, I don't have, <coughs> excuse me. I don't have any keys left on my oh, no. yoke at the moment to program, so.
0: I have the visual bug of uh, when you're, Which one? Like, the pilots are showing up again, so.
1: Oh, were you? Yeah, that's a weird one. I ha- only had it the one time very briefly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what I, yeah. what I did to not Probably see you them. Probably have
0: to switch in and out a few times, because I'm regularly I, switching Yeah. Out. yeah already but uh oh well it's not too visible at least so that's good
4: i think i've gotten rid of it by using the alt view controls and then going back to the standard ones like f9
0: popping it out i don't know i guess i guess i'll just uh i don't know i
1: kind of kind of love having my camera view so i have another tip if i was struggling a little bit with the camera and i have a track ir and i was having a little bit of issues with it So on my keyboard, I just deactivated all flight controls or unassigned all flight controls to the keypad. And basically, I just set up custom views uh, that you can just use with the keypad, and that made life a lot easier. I changed the way that it's done. I think they wanted you to use Control, Alt, and then the the number on the keypad to set the view. But I think it was the left control. Otherwise, you had to use two hands. I was like, no, I want to be able to use... So I made it the right control and whatever the number is. So by taking out all the flight controls, I didn't risk like messing with the plane by accident by simply trying to go for a certain view. Yeah. So um, I uh, set that up and then so now you know it it, it helps a lot because my mouse for whatever reason in the sim is rather slow. So when I drag my mouse down and I don't have a lot of desktop, uh, literally desk table real estate right now at the moment to really move my arm around to get it to move. So I said, you know what? I want to just be able to hit like the number two and that shows me the throttle, the mixture, my lights, whatever. Now the one thing is in every aircraft, you do have to set those custom views. So when I went from the caravan and the number two, of course, showed me the throttle, the throttle area of the aircraft. Um, Unfortunately, when I jumped into the aerobat, they were not set, but when you do come back, they do hold. So when I went back into the caravan, lo and behold, there were my my settings. So that's kind of a nice feature if you're a little bit struggling with your camera or your track IRs giving you little fits, then um, yeah, something you can give a try.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Little
1: tip. Find stuff. Yeah. Because if you can't somewhere. see, it's it's a it's a huge battle if you if you don't have the proper views, and that was part of what my struggle was in the beginning. To be able to control the plane, I spent so much time trying to figure out how to see what I needed to see in an instant, rather than grab the mouse, drag the mouse, thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four. Now finally I get to see the throttle, and I've lost some situational awareness. So it's really nice to just be able to. And and of course, when the throttle quadrant comes, that thing's going to have a lot of buttons that currently are assigned to my yoke. I mean, I'll have a trim, I'll have a trim wheel. So I can unassign that and maybe put that to a better use. Um, Just as an example, the landing gear—it'll have that, so you can unassign that from the keyboard. So there is some benefit to having those peripherals with those with those features. Exactly. Can't wait to get rudder pedals. Oh, I've never had them. I've never had them, and I'm just like,
0: we're gonna see how that goes. I can't imagine. There's always this adaptation time between. You know, you, you get something. It's amazing. It's yeah. cool. You tried the first time. You're like, oh
1: my god! Suddenly, like, it's like horrible. Yeah. yeah skills dropped. Yeah. So I just drowned because I couldn't get my feet right, and I just went off the edge of a cliff. You know, make I sure want...
4: to disable the uh, the stick twist when you get the puddles. I've made that yeah. mistake.
1: Well, you know, what's <laughs> odd is I haven't. Ha- I don't have a joystick. I actually have a yoke, so I don't even get the benefit of having the stick the... twist. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you have to use a, an on-off switch, basically, on the yoke. And that's why I'll give you an example. If anybody can see my plane, I just yep. am clicking it one single time. And look how the plane jerks. You see it? Because it's an on, it's an off. It's an on, it's an off. Yeah, so there's no way, way to. Us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm always. Uh, I'm going 110. So or 105. So yeah, I'm, going I'm a little bit behind you. I'll slow down a tiny notch. Ah, it's starting to climb a little bit. Let me. Just take her down a little bit.
0: Yep, and now we're at waypoint three.
1: Yes, so, we I mean, are now approaching. Bits... we yeah, yeah, before... Mull. Yeah, Give you a little. Uh, I mean, just a, a tiny little, tiny little community. Um, it's the fourth largest Scottish island, uh, and it has about two thousand eight hundred residents. The population lives in a beautiful place called Tobermory, and. Um, it does have its own single malt scotch whiskey distillery in Tobermory, which is the Tobermory distillery. Uh, and another thing I, I didn't mention before about Sky and Mull is that these islands have been inhabited for as much as 15 to 17,000 years ago. So it's really wow. unbelievable how long people have lived on these islands and some of the ruins are absolutely incredible uh the castles like boy castle and um some of these names are extremely difficult to pronounce my grandmother would drop kick me if she were still around to, to hear me butchering her uh blessed <laughs> scottish locations but the gaelic names are and it is gaelic i was told the gaelic names are a little bit of a challenge but uh it
0: is difficult yeah, yeah. I don't think she would mind.
1: Nah, well, you don't know Granny. She was, she was a tough one. She knew her history. She knew her food. She knew her language, and uh,
0: that's already a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of. As a matter of fact, the the Inner Hebrides and the Outer Hebrides, which are these groups of islands that are close to the mainland and then much further out, um, they are the areas of Scotland where Gaelic is still. Hanging on, they're trying to save that language, obviously. And um, these areas that you are seeing now, some of the most ancient areas of Scotland, still in their households, a few are speaking this uh, ancient language, and I hope it survives. It's a very interesting, beautiful language, beautiful, beautifully written, unusual sounding. So we are definitely flying over a really, really beautiful area, and I hope someday to uh, get to visit in in real life. Yeah, it looks like places
0: you must visit at least once in your life. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Not only is it a place of where, it's a place of when. It's one of these places that you go and it's like, not only have you gone to a new location, you've gone to a new time. Just an amazing... Amazing I mean, area. That's, that's Europe, right? You
0: have so many different uh, yep. styles, ages, architectures, cultures. Yep.
1: The history, the religion. All, and...
0: and they all live in the same place. <laughs> yeah. So it's you, you see the evolution through the yep. language, through the culture. But the physical things, the buildings, the castles, the landscape has not changed. So I no. can understand why it's very unique, especially here.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm guessing we're getting so sidetracked by just by the scenery. Yeah. Um... yeah. I am
1: again. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no Happens to be me sorry. all the time. I'm like not looking at the flight. That's part of the reason why I chose this plane today, because the 152, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a trainer, and the AeroBAT just has a little bit, you know, better view out the top. You can see the sky, and but it's so stable that literally it's one of the only aircraft that I can let go of the controls and it doesn't have a little bit of a life of its own it just is pretty much flying you know straight and level and minor little inputs and so i kind of like it when I, I had a time when i wanted a little bit of peaceful flying yeah it's well, kind of nice the not to be fighting the controls And the so
4: that, that's that's different than the original because <laughs> i remember flying those and if you lean forward the airplane would Buck oh you. yeah, no. I will,
1: I will <laughs> say if you apply a little bit of down trim, or if you lean, yeah, it will, it will suddenly drop, which surprised me. I thought snapping you know, their stalls. <laughs> I mean, they're, yeah, they're, it's they're just a little evil. trainer, and I <laughs> yeah, if he's like right now, I just push it, and it's like whoosh down it goes. But <laughs> the nice thing is that once you have it trimmed out, it's it's holding nicely, and I sometimes have a little bit of an issue with a couple of the aircraft just trying to get it a little bit trimmed out, but this one. Nice to be able to get it trimmed out, relax, kind of enjoy the view.
0: Yeah. Part of the reason
1: why you can get a pilot license in real life, because I tend to enjoy the view and I'm not looking around. Yep. Had that little premonition. You're going to get yourself killed, dude. Just enjoy the sim and you know, don't crash into anybody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm always looking out. I'm constantly looking out the window and the scenery is very distracting. So forgive me. I see water and land surrounding it and I'm, Island. fascinated yeah i want to know what's on it well we know why to drive you're my fascinated format. <laughs> yeah.
0: Your name yeah basically I used to... describes it still that's it and that's funny because we don't like i i know that we ch- we try to choose places that are at least <clears> island related <throat> or something because not only is it fun but it also relates to you and what you like to do and of course shows up in your name but sometimes it's not intentional
1: like no there's, there's
0: there's some places that we've flown, flown in the past is just well why don't we go here, and that looks like a nice place, and we end up figuring out, hey, wait, well, that's also an island. And yeah. I think technically we've, we've always flown near at least a few islands, if not at least one. I know Japan, we had one, we went all the way down. Yeah. The gigantic
1: island, of course. Well, um, well I mean, Japan well, is, we're, we're,
0: but we went to that little island as well.
1: Right, yeah, uh, we're going uh, to give some mountainous terrain, or a mountainous area, with no coastline. We're going to do that one coming up we'll talk about that towards the end of the show but uh try to give you a little bit of different scenery i don't want to force everybody to look at constant islands but they are beautiful to look at and often the places i try to pick are places that you may not think to go or places you probably haven't been so like the namibia trip it was so beautiful and namibia, it's a place yeah. that yeah sometimes actually, you wouldn't no think to go there. There we go. No, that's right. That <laughs> was one that had no islands. It did have a coastline, but it didn't. I didn't go over any islands. But I like to try to pick out places that just literally, I just looked at Bing maps. And I'm thinking, what is a really unusual place that you just don't hear somebody saying every day? Oh, I went to Swaikup Mond or, you know, I went to Madagascar yesterday. It's like, what? So... <laughs> yeah that's kind of my habit from childhood to look at a map and trace my finger around that map all over the world to the most obscure places and i just used to drive my mother crazy what's here what's here who lives there and she's like what are you picking and these dots in the middle of she's are you even pointing at land i'm like yeah there's a dot right there in the middle of the atlantic look who lives there goes, how in the world (laughs) would i know yeah so i just had this weird habit of doing that so The simulator now for sure lets you do it. That's the incredible thing. So despite bugs and a few things getting kind of switched up with the patches and maybe sometimes it's worse and sometimes it's better, but there's enough visual fidelity and beauty in the sim that you can have a little bit of an adventure, obviously, and enjoy. Especially if you like VFR flying, you can really, really enjoy yourself while they perfect it. And we hear a lot of people on YouTube, um, some of the – the media people there—they are basically saying, "Can you imagine in a year what this is going to be like?" And some people despair a little bit. Oh, what do you mean a whole year? And they may not realize that the sim is literally coming back from nowhere, all yeah. new team, well, 2006 all new technology. Till 2020. Right. That's that's yeah, quite it's a few ancient, years off. ancient. Yeah, for for computer anything to do with a computer, fourteen years old. It's ancient history. So it literally is like a brand new sim being developed. So. And that first year is full of fixes and bugs. Well, the and fact that
2: and... everybody gets all hung up on, oh, my gosh, it's useless. It's unflyable, I can't not, fly not. this right now. And it's like there is so much to see in what we have right now that you can completely overlook the bugs and still have a <laughs> great time. You know, even if you fly the tube, it doesn't matter what you fly. There's still great experiences to be had instead of just whining and complaining about, something that they have to fix tomorrow, well, yeah. go do something different, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Some and... of the systems, yeah, some of the people really, really, really need those systems to all be in place, but it, there is enough here that you can, Enjoy. I mean, look out your win- Look out your port window right now. That's, it's what, like,
0: that's what I've been doing for the last oh, few minutes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like,
0: beautiful.
1: think of FSX and look out your port window at what you're seeing. It's like, whoa god it's unbelievable it's like how far we've come and
0: flew right Uh in front of me wow
1: thank goodness it's virtual flying right
0: (laughs) exactly i just want to you know what's weird oh roman's racing the you know we've mentioned the patch and all that stuff but (laughs) we're actually getting a new update soon on the i I know we're saying soon but i mean it is on the 29th that is supposed to show up so we're not there yet but part of the next thing is we'll, we'll include all the bug fixes that right now are pretty heavy, like the VFR map and avionics black screen uh, and, you know, the, the the ones that got introduced with other patches, as well as a few of its own. Uh, they're also finally updating the navigation data. So we're, we're finally getting that next
1: level. Yeah, that's interesting. What exactly, can you let everybody that's listening uh, have an idea of what all that might encompass, if you know?
0: Well, curious. it was it was NavBlue who is in a partnership. Well, it wasn't. It's an Airbus company that is in partnership with Microsoft. And <laughs> the goal is to update every 28 days the navigation data of each plane. That entails all your waypoints, all your SIDS and stars. So that's pretty much everything that you need to create an IFR flight plan uh, with all your transitions and your procedures for takeoff and landing. And those are supposed to be updated every 28 days that's the usual plan uh we didn't see that in in the simulator until now so we're finally getting those updates and those are coming in they also mentioned you know more updates for uh, the marketplace user interface aerodynamics a world update so that's going to be also interesting and then they talked about an activity update which i i I can only guess because there's no uh, confirmation of this yet because the, the patches will come out and then the notes will show up right after, so we won't know until then. But I believe those will have to do with the landing challenges and the bush flying that we currently have.
1: I need so, to do more of those. Yeah, those I haven't taken good. advantage enough.
0: So the yeah. bush flying's great. It's just amazing. <clears throat>
4: I've yeah. been uh, hacking away at the uh, um, California Nevada one, and that is really
1: fun nice I, I i i mean to and then i'm getting you know what's terrible is i just boot the thing up and i'm like oh i'm just gonna go here i'm gonna go there And i'm thinking you got to do some of the landing challenges do some of the bush flying and it's like i'm missing a little bit of it because i just am so amazed
2: by so, going so to all i haven't flown those positions. since the since the production release in august before that they were not saving each leg you know and so if you went back in there was next a day to fly oh, next leg they fixed that that's they all fixed that. oh that's good
4: yeah they okay. yeah fixed that. the only challenges uh i found it took a it's kind of slightly outside of the realism but you, um the fuel screen won't come up so you have to yeah. use the repair and refuel um button
1: to but, map it yeah
0: nah those but, there's few things i mean they're they're gonna get but fixed.
4: it's it's not that big of a deal and i think one of the wishes that i had when i was landing at they had you uh what is it? Landing at the Black Rock for you know at the Burning Man, yeah. And in one of them, and I wish there was a little bit more dust, like it's like when you come down, uh, everything stayed around. But I'm not saying I'm not complaining in any regard. But that would be kind of amazing if you kicked up dust.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
4: Knocked your prop off.
1: Well, you know but, they're having a new. They said in the the first Twitch Q and A, um, month two months ago, that they had an entire ago. new effects. Um, system already in their minds and already kind of begun before the sim was released. So that has to deal with you know water and contrails. And so I'm wondering if if they've taken any of that into consideration. Like if you're flying over a desert, you've got you know a dust storm, or like you said, like low vis because of the because of the dust. That would be really. Because I mean, places amazing. like that get
4: get totally weird when you get a bunch of airplanes in them. So.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Wow, it's really great yeah. to fly through the clouds and literally go into a little bit of IMC. I know. And it really, crazy. really, really feels like a, And that's that's another thing, though, I'm wondering. I wish they would let you – well, I guess that's because of the deluxe version or whatever. But it'd be kind of nice if you could change to, like, a steam gauge, analog gauges. Because with the glass cockpit, it's a little bit – it's not cheating. But it's a little bit easier because you can kind of see where you're going so to speak, a little bit more. So um, yeah, I, had, I, I, yeah, I had one yeah. guy on YouTube, he said the same thing. He goes, oh, I'd really love this as a challenge to see what it would be like if it was just analog gauges instead of the glass. And I'm like, you know, you do have a point. Because one time uh, Cookie and I flew, we were in what, New Zealand. Do you remember this, Cookie? We went flew in New Zealand from one side oh. of the South Island to the other, oh, and the entire man. flight was complete and total IMC, total yeah. icing, couldn't get out of it, couldn't descend below it, and literally for, what, an hour? And oh, more. maybe an, an hour, hour and, and a half. half. Yeah, it was unbelievable. i never.
0: Yep. Actually, the thing was, we were kind of stuck. We, technically, it is an IMC condition that we should have never flown in. We were in the X-Cub, and X-Cub is limited in its uh, uh, de-icing capabilities. So as a result, we were stuck at a ceiling of, I think, 6,000 feet. And there's some pretty high elevation in certain parts of New Zealand that forced us to be barely a thousand feet sometimes, uh, sometimes even less uh, above ground level. (laughs) So it was a little tricky. You couldn't see anything. And, well, back then, the autopilot was also a little finicky.
1: So a lot of weird things. I couldn't get the I had to hand fly the whole thing. And I was gripping that yoke like by the time I got done, my hands, my 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 knuckles hurt. And I didn't that's, realize that's I the perfect just ripping the
0: <laughs> the perfect example of how we were actually enjoying the pain. I know it sounds weird when we're saying it like this, but really, what we had was something. And we didn't just press escape and quit. We went through right. it because that's what a pilot would do in real life. And we, right. I actually felt immersed into this. You know, like I, I was too. looking at okay, where are we right now on the GPS, and I was trying to figure out.
1: You know, is there an, any alternatives we could land at? Because at this point, this thing is. It was is so crazy. bad, yeah. It was so bad that. And, it and didn't it's so look weird. We really. Did.
0: When we took off.
1: No, it, it didn't. Got worse you would never have after. done that in in real life. That would have been.
0: that would have been dangerous. We probably. It would have been very,
1: crashed. yeah. 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 Very dangerous. So, and it was so weird how, suddenly, you kind of forgot yourself for a little bit, and I'm like, i had never flown in anything like that. Ever, whenever I got into anything like that in older versions of the Sim, of course, first of all the clouds weren't like that. You'd fly through one billboard, little tiny break, you would get through another billboard. But to be in just complete gray surroundings and the, the ice building on the windshield, and you're trying to control the ice, and I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: you know, are the wings level? Or am I? It was really, really. You just you're overwhelmed by tasks and to make sure that you're flying. And the had trouble. Yeah, it, at mind some point. Yeah, mine was, forget it. So I was literally flying that entire time in total. Couldn't see anything but gray cloud and icing on my windshield for more than 90 minutes. And it was really a, yeah. it was, you could only imagine what that would be like if you were really flying in that in freezing. real life. Yeah, pitot tube kept freezing. So the, the speed inputs were, yeah, it was it was an experience. And like we heard earlier, there are things that you can enjoy. Of course, that's kind of a scary thing to enjoy but there are ways to in, to have fun in this and have really unbelievable experiences until the thing that's the things that are super important to you get perfected it will be down the road obviously can't do everything but there's a way to enjoy it exactly if you can yeah if you can give it a chance
0: I wanna there's go a way over to have some fun. Uh, some news because the the update being very big i know many people will just skim over it and be and be like, okay, I can't wait for the next update. And many will miss certain details. And I wanna All go right. over those details because not only are they very interesting details, but they can also tell us a bit more about other information that we have no clue about still, uh, Xbox version being one of them. Um, so of course, apart from the 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 patches and the updates, World, Marketplace, Air dynamics UI, and so on, um, an interesting one was, DirectX 12 updates and how that was mentioned to be released in parallel to the Xbox launch. And that tells us that, well, we, we knew from from the actual Q&A that DirectX is something that's been worked on. There was a team on it and it's been for a long time, nothing new. Uh, but what's interesting with that, it, it means they are really working in parallel with the Xbox, which for me just means the Xbox version is going to be DirectX 12, and so will the game yeah. be. So they're probably so it really shows that like those two things are very parallel. They're probably working on the same build at first, where uh, you you have the game version being the same for a PC and an Xbox, and then they just do a bit of porting and adding more customizable uh, options for controllers and probably a keyboard support. But it really shows how. The engine on the core is still the same.
1: Can you tell us, everybody, what the benefits that you can expect from DirectX 12 integration?
0: Well, yeah, DirectX 12 is, and well, it can have some performance uh, improvements, but the developers are really not focusing on this. They'll like having some improvements, but really they're working on the features, and the features include uh, the some of the NVIDIA. Uh, features like DLSS, which is basically being able to render a picture at a much lower resolution and then removing all the noise and upscaling that image to a higher uh, resolution. So instead of calculating for 4K screens, it would only calculate for 1080p and then it would upscale the image four times. So 1080p goes to 4K. And that allows you to have better performance because your computer just renders 1080p footage. And then it just has to do an upscaling, which is less work. As a result, you can render more frames per second and get better FPS at a relatively minimal uh, cost. Nice. Usually, visual fidelity. Other ones, okay. of course, uh, parallelization, so multi-GPU support, uh, ray tracing, so on. Those are the things. They're part of the, the of the trend, the technological trend. So the the next consoles are coming up with ray tracing. Ga- games are now with ray tracing. It's another way to calculate light. It's more accurate. It can bring uh, some visual differences, of course. So I'm, I, it would be totally understandable okay. why they would do this. It would just be very taxing on, on the hardware yet. So is it
4: only going to release on a uh, Series X? Will it be on the One Xs as well?
0: Man, if they well. We know technically this kind of simulator runs on on older hardware because it runs on... I'm running on a GTX 970, which is a about five, six-year-old graphics card. Yep. Um, and of course, I'm on a 6-core, Ryzen 3600. That's more recent. Uh, but I would expect with optimizations and messing with the settings that they could probably make it run on the older Xbox. It is more of a speculation at this point and they might be able to uh for sure it will come on the new xbox though so that, that that's going to be interesting to see okay. what comes up with that if they're able to to, to port it without too many issues performance wise cool but you know xbox yeah we had so some
1: of nice those thing. yeah it's DirectX 12 yeah. uh p3d had that experience but they seem to have gotten that ironed out yeah a little bit of pain there in the first month or so or whatever but they, they've managed to uh work it out
0: as well so other things like uh, they've also added i know this is a minor detail between them all but cockpit tooltips are now uh going to be able to be disabled so you're going to be able to disable those if you want it's going to be with update five so that's not the upcoming one it's going to be the next one Uh, so two updates ahead of us Mm -hmm. um An interesting one, update nine. So that's going to be in a while. So we're looking looking at the Q1 2021. DirectX 12 uh, will probably be with this one, I would expect. But update nine (coughs) is going to have an extra program for a beta version of the simulator. And this beta version would be the version that people are going to go through and test before it gets released to everyone. So Asobo creates patches creates fixes as new features they send it to those who are in the program they test it they'll probably get some specific tasks to do and verify themselves and will the report whatever happens if it's good if it's bad and so on and then they are going to report those feedback to sobo and then once this feedback is incorporated into that beta version then it gets pushed to people like me and you who are just flying the simulator uh from time to time or even the hardcore simmers so just the people in general who uh would not be able to to do all this stuff so basically it is this little insider version you test before everyone else and you help fix so it's great for the community yeah. to to bring in this and it is it's going to come much later than what we've seen for example with a vr um because the i'm not sure if it's closed but um I know that on the update today they mentioned that they had uh, since last week, they've opened a VR applications. So those who are willing to come and test uh, the simulator with its VR integration. So those who have a VR headset, at least a I think there is a standard for the CPU. I know the GPU must be at least a, a 1080p, uh, sorry, GTX 1080. Um, okay. And So there's there's all these things. So VR is part of those things that they're working on as well. Um, not sure if my engine
1: uh-oh Does... we also have a bit of partnership news of course they had the partnership announcement with AeroSoft and you know they've been around since uh, what, like 1992 so they've been around forever and um, they they let a little something out there as they described you know what they're doing and they've literally been working at least with Microsoft flight simulator for like 5 months and so they've had a little bit of a obviously you'd have to have a bit of a head start, of and um, it's it's a good sign they're well respected in the community and they're trusted and oh man having these people working alongside Asobo and Microsoft it, it helps a lot it gives you yeah it gives you some confidence because they have an experience you know because I think Asobo said before this is the first flight simulator they've ever worked on and what a flight simulator to pick oh, one with such a pedigree do, and a otherwise. history and
0: Right? Yeah, there's there's like only you have so
1: to. many simulators that
0: are made around in the world. Yeah. It's, it's unique. Yeah, uh, yeah. and actually, because we're talking about developers, um, of course, there was an SDK update today as well. Um, yep. And really, those go in technical details, right? Most of us are, are not going to understand it, uh, and we we don't even care much about it. But there's one point that they again mentioned, which is important once more is the SDK is always being worked on and here I'm going to read a quote when they mentioned the aircraft editor update and they said quoting here the tool keeps on being improved thanks to community feedbacks and reports bug reports which are systematically taken into account and most of the time addressed straight away end of quote this means they really are like direct partnership with other people. And as soon as there's something comes in, they fix it and they send them probably a, a, a patch update. This is what's necessary for a simulator to work, to be built upon and to expand quickly with its capabilities. Yep. So they have their priorities in the right areas. And this is another little star in the update saying, hey, we're, we're working on this we're more than aware that this is something you guys want you guys need and not just for the consumers like us but also for the developers and we're we're making this as quick as possible so that is a that is a great point that i that i saw and uh well, i had to mention it
1: yeah i mean they the as far as the third party numbers go that there's a lot of of cooperation there's a thousand applications there's 200 payware companies. There's 50 approved partners. There's three dozen airports and aircraft, they estimate, that have been published in the last six weeks. And there are literally dozens more that have been announced. And nearly 100 airports are in various stages of production. So it shows that people have been working with them for a little while, and it's, it's a good sign. They haven't lost any faith. Oh, in the man. process, and, and they, they know from experience all of the product that they've released, and, and, you know, and it's at first it's a learning experience, and then it's an adaptation experience, and obviously this one's going to be a big one because of the fidelity that you're seeing. The levels that they have to achieve now are something either they never dreamed they would or weren't necessarily certain that they could, so that's a pretty big challenge as well.
0: Man, nah, I can only agree with you. Um I'm keeping an eye on the map because I know you wanted to uh to show us Oh the- yeah, up
1: yeah, up ahead we have uh, we're entering the Firth of Lorne, by the way. And um up ahead starboard, we've got a little bit of ways to go, but at the at the head of this uh waterway, we're gonna be coming very near there are, Fort Williams will be there. Um just beyond, but right at the headland there it's going or the uh the head of the waterway we're going to see ben nevis which is the uh highest mountain um in the united kingdom it's at about 4113 feet which is about 1345 meters uh it's in the grampian mountains and and this is of course we're flying in the scottish highlands um they literally have a hundred thousand ascents of ben nevis every year Imagine a hundred thousand people are giving this mountain a uh, a try, and the weather can be very trying at times. Of course, obviously, they literally get, which is hard to believe, the amount of rain. Obviously, you it's Scotland, so you're going to get a lot of rain to begin with, but they get just incredible, incredible amounts of rain. The winds are extremely high, so even though it's not necessarily a very high mountain as it goes in mountaineering, but it has its challenges due to the weather yeah. that a lot of people, obviously a hundred thousand people make it a year. So that's, that's great. But, um, it's Prism. not, yeah. If you pick a, if you pick a tough day, you've, <laughs> you've got a challenge on your hands. There's also an observatory on the summit as well, the Scottish meteorological society. Uh, and, uh, it's around the 1870s when this was, um, uh, put in, and um, so Crazy. that'd be a nice place to be, a great place to visit. Climb that mountain, standing on top. But some of the pictures that I've seen on the internet, once you get there, there's a cairn made of stone that's set up, and uh, the it just looks like it's so gray and cloudy and windy, and you're thinking, boy, that must have been a tough, a tough climb. But we'll see that ahead in about fifteen. Maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. I It'll be on I'm your starboard seeing... side.
0: Yeah, I'm showing it on uh, on my screen right here. I think it's uh it's about right on this little uh, waterway going east. Yeah. So it might be somewhere around here actually. <clears throat> the isoline is going to help. Yeah, if bit.
1: you turn if you turn at the extremity of the firth and go up that waterway, then you make a uh, a, a turn to port. Door. Yeah, left. Yeah, it might be and less... you'll see it.
0: Yeah, see it's it. good to have an Isoline uh, map as part of the... Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is very useful. I've used it numerous times. Actually, fun story about this. Um, one day I was just... I, I had to take a break, so I went into the simulator and I was gave myself half an hour. And I just went somewhere in Africa. <laughs> and I think I ended up somewhere, probably in Ethiopia or somewhere along the the... the the center east area of africa and there were these huge canyons it was not only was it beautiful but man that vfr map with the isoline that on that was crazy like uh, it it was up and down essentially going from the 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 bottom to the top of the canyon you were climbing i think of uh, something like six to eight thousand feet at least so those things were were big uh, I need to find that place again because we could probably fly sometime there. It
1: would be great. Yeah, I have a, I have a horror trip planned uh, in Pakistan in a place called Skardu, and it's absolutely stunning scenery, but it is super challenging. You are going through the narrowest of rocky valleys in an attempt oh, man. to make your way. Oh, it's – some of the more famous mountains, they need a little bit of work. It's odd. One of the main reasons why you would be in that part of the world, because there's no huge population centers, it's literally some of the highest in the Himalayas. It's, I think, four of the highest mountains in the world are there, but they're a little bit – the data seems to be a little bit off. It could just be because they were very cloudy on that day. and So I'm going to revisit those, but I I accidentally went the wrong way when I first started scouting that route, (laughs) and I turned west. I got twisted around. There's so many – (laughs) you know caverns and it was like wait a minute where am i the mountains were right near the wingtips and if you saw a couple hairpin turns and i'm like boy this this would be one where we would have to be looking hands-on the whole flight. it would definitely be a challenge so there's a few challenges especially
0: when you go in mountains you don't realize so much about the elevation and so you expect your plane to be able to climb very quickly very rapidly and it doesn't. Planes nope. cannot easily climb so many feet per minute. So you end up being very close to hitting the mountain numerous times, and sometimes it's just a yeah. a crash. Another thing, it it,
2: the other thing that I find unusual, I'm surprised that it hasn't been modeled yet in the simulator, is when you're on the leeward side of Tall mountains with westerly winds, um, you know, if you're on the eastern side, there's usually huge downdrafts, like, like thousand twelve fifteen hundred feet per minute and you just don't experience that yet in the simulator no, you get I a little like turbulence but yeah,
1: yeah bumped, that'd be awesome. that's it yeah you get <laughs> rocked a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yet and yet if you look on some of the forums there's people out there oh you know it's it's shaking around and and it, it's too much it's over modeled and i thought to myself it's not over modeled at all the high wind
4: challenges for the landings those are Those got a good model on them. I like that. That was very hard. They're pretty extreme, though. (laughs) That Sedona one was crazy when they first introduced that one. Yeah, I think there's one that's like in Japan where you got to do like a a U turn right before you you hit a mountain to come on the final. Oh, yeah. I'd be dead. That's (laughs) nuts.
1: I'd be dead. We (laughs) can all all guarantee that. And then
4: you got to have full full left rudder in the land.
1: Oh, no rudder, so I'm dead for sure. Well, <laughs> you can't, can't it'll work for you. My, could, yeah.
4: Well, I thought you could set it full, right? You just,
1: <laughs> no, uh, I, the, well, yeah, but the problem is when you sit, if I, I can't demonstrate cause I would crash. If I held that button, <laughs> you would just see my plane just nose over and you just, you can't control it. So what I do is I sit there and I click about 20 times, click, 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 in rapid succession and the plane jerks. And it, but it kind of, it sort of goes, matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to have to do it now. so, just I just sort of click 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 over and over and over again and it kind of gets the nose eventually going the way I want it just rocks back and forth like like you're in an earthquake, a little snap 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 snap. But um, you can't have any steady. Unlike the elevator trim um, on the yoke, which you can, you know, each click holds a gradual input. The the rudder does not. So, um, and of course you can't simulate your feet being offset because you only have the switch so that's one of the reasons why i can't wait to get rudder pedals of course i went and looked on the ones i want won't be ready i would like to try to keep it all in the family with honeycomb and they have the charlie rudder pedals coming but i wouldn't imagine they would be before the summer those are gonna at take best. time to show up they're gonna take time right so i was thinking oh you know what i'll get a i'll get a a cheapy 90 dollar pair you know i don't know i can't remember the name brand off off the top of my head but i'm like oh yeah i'll get a cytec or, or something like that nothing on, on on amazon all of them are used and the prices are absolutely outrageous if it was 90 now it's 175 and literally yeah, I, mean, I owned
2: a joystick and uh, rudder control company right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah. it's absolutely true it's it's proof positive stock. that when yeah. this came out everything is out of stock and it's out of stock because of flight simulator it's not a coincidence it's Oh, I he, like, got, wow. he got he got
4: that in Star Wars squadrons all at the same time. Perfect Ooh. storm. Yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. I'm I mean for, for Hotas good.
4: especially, the uh, the squadrons
1: needs that. Wow. I'm putzing along a little bit behind you. I'm going hundred and seven. So not too bad. And Ben Navis is is coming up here. Getting a little bit closer here as this yeah, as this that. waterway as we come to an end. Um, I got a little bit of cloud right now, so I don't, I can't quite see it. You all are in a cluster ahead of me, <laughs> a little bit, but I'm, that's okay. I'm patrolling, I'm patrolling the back end here to make sure nobody's sneaking up on our group. So.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to what? figure out right now because we're <laughs> we're getting pretty close to the the mountain you were talking about. Yeah. Um,
2: mean, no 747s behind us. Tim Tom isn't
1: back I there. I don't see anybody coming up from the back that's going to rip through our... There is a 747, our... but he's further down there, so we're, we're, we're safe from that at the moment. I have a lot of cloud at the moment as we, of course, approach the mountain, because that's always my luck. Uh, <laughs> so I'm debating whether I'm going to descend in order to be able to capture it or just stay on my course and hope the clouds evolve... As they do. It's kind of neat. Sit on the ground fumbling around. And I'm like, wow, the storm came. The storm went. Sunny. I love (laughs) the way that happened. There's a a need for clouds. It it does not happen without clouds. My grandmother used to say if it wasn't raining sideways, it was a beach day. Literally. (laughs) She'd go to the mailbox in 70 mile an hour wind with the rain literally coming horizontal from left to right. And I'm like, Imagine that weather. Oh, oh, that's just a special brand of toughness in this part of the world. She was tough. Yeah. like, oh, if it's not raining sideways, it's 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 beach day. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it's a beach day. Look at that. You can see the sun for about two minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, Gran.
0: Yeah, go take uh, the sun I gotta... for two minutes before it rains again, right?
1: I said, that's why you eat all that weird food. You know, haggis and all that. uh that puts muscle in your bone. Puts head on your back. I'm like, oh, settles great. Settles a dare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, settles a dare is right. <laughs> I wouldn't eat that in my life. Ah, oh, you're a sissy. Don't, <laughs> don't be
0: ridiculous.
1: Ugh, I never did eat it, I, I will admit.
0: I think I'm seeing the mountain right
1: here that you were referring yeah. to. Yeah, I got a big cloud that's blocking my view. So I'll see when I get on the other side of it. Yeah. Northeast. It's this one. Yeah, I think it is this one. Yeah.
0: We can see the jalapeno.
1: <coughs> Famous Ben Navis.
0: I just realized I forgot to, to put my cookie uh, tail number. <laughs> As usual.
1: <laughs> I haven't decided what number Far Isle would have. Ooh. It obviously won't be number one. But... <laughs> I always leave that part blank Ooh, and, uh... I like the fact that now when you jump from plane to plane it seems like if you've put your your information in there it seems to hold from one plane to the next once you do it one time at least that's what I've noticed jumping in the caravan my far aisle still there so oh man that's weird I'm, I'm entering this cloud and it's giving me a little bit of an updraft nice let's well, that's, that's and abru- the... oh, and abruptly it just shoved me down a little bit so I went from two or three hundred ascending to three hundred descending in about five seconds and now it leveled off. Yeah, I'm so a bit it of definitely myself it's yeah. too
4: bad it doesn't do the other things like twist you.
1: Not yeah, right. you know, throw throw me to the ground and you know <laughs> micro 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 burst of death. You know, what's going on around?
0: There's <laughs> that and then there's uh CW two 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 who's trying to try to land on a mountain. So good oh, luck cool. with that, with this kind of weather. But yeah, yeah, we can see the mountain actually very well, even though you're, we stay close to the locks. We can uh, we can see that mountain range pretty well. So you'll, you'll yeah, I
1: am buried in cloud. Unfortunately, it's gonna rob me of my view. I got a big cloud. I'm coming through right now. So hopefully, and it all seems to be on my starboard. So trying to get that view.
2: What's your ID plate in the game?
1: Far Isle. Far. pretty much your discord hyphen aisle oh it's sort of cleared wait a minute hey, you. let me see I, I'm, I'm a little bit behind because I'm in an aerobat yeah. so I'm only going about 107 yeah I'm currently doing not so I should yeah you guys okay, are a little there, yeah. bit ahead of me yet yeah. I mean my throttle I just brought it down but it was around 50 now I'm at 40 pretty much so... oh no mine's uh, mine's going it. close to full tilt let me see 95 so let me give myself a little more yeah. Boost to catch up with y'all. Go so 100. Point. Just wanted to make sure I had the the fuel flow was right. And
0: you know, <coughs> actually, you you can tell us this because uh, you you're the one who who talked to me about that topic about weather presets. Want to talk about that?
1: Ah, yeah, that's right. We had a couple of products that came out, um, and one of them was uh, SoFly's Weather Preset Pro, and I was curious if you had seen the announcement, and and we talked a little bit about it. And for the people that, you know, kind of want to just fall, you know go fly, it, they can yes. use this. And it, it seems to have quite a few different weather scenarios that you can just basically jump right into. I think the week before we had Rex's weather. Yep. Um, Rex weather, software. So which that's they, a, this is the second one.
0: they support every other sim, so it was just a matter of time before they would come to this one yeah but uh, well it looks
1: it looks interesting i, mean, I like haven't messed a lot toy. with my own custom weather you know that yeah. that's something i haven't done but that's, I that's why. the issue
0: for me with that product is it's it's just <clears> presets <throat> it is what you could achieve on your own if you were to fiddle with the the weather settings yeah. on your own so it's while it is a bit of added value because it, it's done for you you don't have to get on your own and, and figure out the settings i don't feel like it is really worse <coughs> I think it was uh nine nine dollars or
1: eight dollars it, it was something... it wasn't super expensive so that that part was good and i think if there's some people that it really depends maybe on, don't have the time or yeah i think it does you give to yeah. uh,
0: to a weather preset yep yeah.
1: yeah. i mean some of them were quite interesting the way they got the the fog just right because some people were like oh i can't seem to get the you gotta mess with the aerosol and there's some things that We've never had those uh, settings, so you have to tinker with them. And now that I think about it, I just haven't. I see Ben Navis. Nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah, finally, the clouds finally cleared, so now I can get a good look at it. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah.
1: By the way, uh, it is is the tallest feature for 459 miles around this mountain. That is the highest point that you can see in all directions. It's like South Dakota. Yeah. yeah, oh, can you imagine? I wonder, it'd be awesome to be up there on on top and just have a look around and see how it's going. But um, yeah, the weather presets, you know, what's funny is I haven't had much chance to mess with them. And if it's a good price, I actually might be, it might be something that I might do simply because I don't have enough time to really, really, really mess with it. But then again, I, I don't have enough Sim time since it came out. I think I only have about... 35 or 40 hours simply because you know I've got a couple jobs and got a lot of things to do, and it's like I'm struggling here in the fall to get an open block of time where the weekend is mine and I can just fly for you know five or six hours, and it's my intention. I mean, you know, every holiday season coming up, like in the US, we have got Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff, and I usually get a really long break during that time, almost two weeks. So I think I'm going to spend a lot of that flying and experimenting. But somebody who's very busy, they might really like the um, the weather preset. And uh, also, in keeping with the you know, products, we have um, the Cessna L19, the bird dog, came out a week or so ago. And it already has an update. There were a few issues. Uh, they certainly upgraded. Uh, the cockpits a little bit and um they have an amphibious amphibian version of it that's why I'm I'm so interested in uh, yeah maybe giving it lane, a try. You
0: can yeah. find on water. Uh, just the quick brackets here. Um, STW two 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 managed to land on the mountain. So Wow
1: congratulations well that. done.
0: Now uh, I should well landing done. on the water now
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah so- so that's where it's going to come useful. We're going to see. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't wait for more different. variants. Yeah, I just cannot wait. I want to go to, I think it's called, is it Lake Hood? In near uh, Anchorage? It's the busiest. Oh, I hope I have that right. The busiest uh, seaplane airport in the world. But I'm not going to Google right now because I'm enjoying the view too much. But, um, yeah, I love the seaplanes, and I've been on a few of them. In real life so i'm really yeah. looking forward to it i loved the one the caravan the amphibian caravan amphibious caravan in uh flight simulator 9 2004 i used That's that thing back. to death it was so versatile because you could land on land you could land on water it had stall characteristics so it was a go-to aircraft for me I really really enjoyed it.
2: I got to see one of those for the first time in yeah. real life about uh uh 2 weeks ago at a hangar near mine and it's a and it's a bra- it was brand new it had 20 hours on it. Oof, it was gorgeous. Goodness. Absolutely I, beautiful. I have aircraft. one that
1: flies over my place every single day a blue and white and I just look up and go I was just flying one of those. <laughs> I haven't seen one obviously other than in Alaska. I saw a few of them. and um,
0: Well, if you want to do just, a, okay. a water landing here, you can, because this is called the Lock Locky. Oh, <laughs> fancy God. little name for this one.
1: Yeah, I'm just departing Fort William behind me now, coming up the riverway because uh, we've got Loch Ness. Well, Loch Ness is further ahead, actually, it's the,
0: yeah. the next uh, lock. Down there, so that's where. Uh,
1: oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm in clouds, so Adrian having a hard time seeing my. But it won't be long. It won't be long. Well, we'll it's, be... So
2: is the... it underneath it's Waypoint Nine or where, where is Loch Ness? Uh,
0: yeah, pretty much Waypoint Nine, yes.
1: Yeah, Waypoint Nine right smack in the middle.
0: So stay yep. close to the water if you want to see. Well, if we can figure out there's an Easter egg about this lake.
3: Oh, <laughs> you hey, hey, uh, found it yet. Yeah. What what server are you guys playing out of? East US USA,
4: yeah.
3: Oh, I heard you're the East
1: something. Oh, um, East. East USA. Oh, thank you. Yes, sir. Yep, I'm in the clouds and it's giving me a little bit of uh, turbulence. And now suddenly I'm climbing like crazy. Wow. I I like
3: flying through hurricanes. I think that's the most <laughs> fun.
1: I haven't. I think I tried. Unfortunately, there have been so many of them this year.
3: (laughs) Spawn in one of those little, like, uh, bush planes and then, uh,
4: you know, (laughs) know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) have Have a good time. Yeah. Upside down in three seconds. Yeah.
4: Yeah, quite literally. Just got to climb above the clouds. You'll be fine.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah. 48,000
1: feet in a cub. Yeah, it's just I, I, it's, that'll work. Well, Good yeah.
3: idea in that uh, Chrysler four-cylinder engine from the '70s to <laughs> really get the RPM. So. Power your way through.
4: Power your I way I actually through. took off from uh, from uh, Cozumel in a in the uh, Savage Cub and got above the clouds. I had to keep looking at the because there's no artificial horizon with that one. I had to keep checking the oh. um, the compass to make sure that I wasn't changing direction. <laughs> Very oh, wow. hard to climb.
3: They yeah, say that it's that sounds... uh, some people say it's easy to become inverted, yeah. in certain. But the thing is, wouldn't like your hair or something tell you you're upside down because it's now.
4: <laughs> no, as, as somebody who's flown in uh, like a cloud by mistake, while flying VFR, you get knocked upside down. You get all these like artificial forces on you. You have no idea. Yeah. Feels... I know.
3: I just, yeah. I just always, yeah. I have kind of long hair, so when I'm upside down, it's now. It should fall, right? Yeah. <laughs>
4: You'd be flying straight and level. It'd be sticking off your head in the cloud. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you need to be very careful about your well, style before flying yeah. in there. Then
1: I'm in a chunk of IMC right now, almost. Oof. Oh. I have another almost question for through. you
3: guys, since you seem to be pros. Who here has is actually playing with like an Xbox controller or something like that? I am not. Man, I'm
0: probably. Right. Oh, I'm I
2: have not. one. I use it for the drone camera.
3: Yeah, uh,
0: probably have a good a controller idea. that's close enough to that. It's uh it's an RC flights controller. So... There was
3: some there was some guy I ran into that somehow I had a PS2 controller. Wow. I uh without without PS2 even like the analog, like <laughs> an old one. <laughs> There's no sticks, but alright. That's I have a I have a uh, sixteen thousand thrust master plus the throttle for it. So cool. this works You'll pretty good. good. you
4: stuff. like that? I've been thinking about upgrading I.
3: I like it, yeah. Um, but the thing I don't like about um, the stick part is, is that there's places where there <clears> could <throat> be buttons, and instead they stuck them all on the base. So there's oh. there's literally 12 buttons on the base, but I can think of three spots.
0: Yeah, you prefer having them on the stick or being more
1: yeah. worried. Yeah.
4: But you have the HOTAs, right? So you can put them on the other hand if you had to.
0: I guess, of course, um. you could.
4: Yeah, I mean, so I'm using the Thrustmaster uh, T-Flight, the one that can go to the Xbox or the uh, PC, and um, it's been pretty good. The only thing that I don't like about it is that the cord between the throttle and the and the stick is a, just a hair short for a full-sized uh, keyboard to fit in. Oh, right.
0: okay. We could, is, is it USB?
4: Yeah, it's USB, but they're not individual USB, so they're tethered to each other.
0: Oh, right, so they have to be connected to each other. You cannot detach one from the other?
4: You got it. Ooh, yeah. So I, I, I kind of, I found a way to get it to work. Now the thing I did like about it is that it has an adjustable tension. And I don't know if the, the 1600 probably has that too, but um, so that you can set the spring on the on the stick like real light, which is nice. Yeah, that's true. So it's been it's been a good, and I got a a deal on it, ordering it from Micro Center. They had a few in stock. <laughs> No, just a few yeah. days ago. So, so I got crazy. it for 70, 70 bucks. You couldn't beat that.
1: Nice. Especially now. <laughs> I actually can beat that. I got mine for fifty. What oh, did you oh, guys-
4: oh. Sorry. Where'd you
3: what get you, it? What do you guys got? I missed that because okay, I, I got mine a couple I got. The mine a couple years ago. I got mine a couple years ago before the oh, whole oh, okay.
4: before the inflation.
3: <laughs> oh, hey, I got I got mine the whole kit in May because I thought it'd work better with a uh, Ace Combat Seven, which it didn't and nope. then it just sat around and then by the time the game started getting ready there was quite a bit of scalping going on man, yeah like now, right now, like, like now it's brutal it, it's it, it's
0: difficult to 7. find as a gpu literally it's still That's hard. Brutal. yeah oh man that scenery
4: i had friends dusting out their old to play uh x-wing squadrons <laughs> or dusting off <laughs> sticks from the 90s
1: <laughs> you know cookie speaking of <laughs> hardware i saw something interesting on um, the RTX 3080, and there was a few people in one of the threads. I think it was on the Microsoft forum that he was having really low frame rates, and he was super frustrated. Uh, he had like an i7, I think, 10700K or something like that. Yeah, and so his, but he had bought the new. He bought the new um, 3080, and I was wondering. There's a couple things that I think later on it turned out to be, but would the CPU by chance be any kind of bottleneck
0: yeah. or so oh, absolutely, really. yeah. absolutely. supposed to be bottlenecks technically parts. in the way a game is made the cpu should well cpu is part of it you in in a balanced system your gpu would be the bottleneck but let's not forget this is not just a game this is a simulator it does a lot more than just render uh graphics and calculates uh like other shooting games where would be just bullets see I, I think
3: the i think the code isn't great because i have a 12 core amd that thing doesn't get beyond 22 percent anywhere in this game nowhere X. near it It's worth, no yeah right. a 3900x yeah well, well,
2: mostly it. because so of dx 11 because the um dx 11 can only utilize four cores for the graphics so no it doesn't matter how many cores you have you still got to pump that data into the gpu and there's only yeah. four cores that dx 11 can support okay. and then the main thread which runs on a separate core if you will is is a further bottleneck if you if you bring up your cpu display and look at all your cores you'll find always one that's kind of running higher than all the others and then you'll yeah. also see the four that are powering the graphics and pushing the data into the GPU. Yeah. So, without a doubt, we are CPU throttled right now. If we had better architecture, in, you know, I know, the, but at the it, game level, our GPUs would be able to take a
3: bigger part of the load. R- r- right now, at the 12 cores, I run 4.3 gigahertz at 1.26 volts locked. My processor never goes beyond 140 watts, even in the torture loads. And, uh, this, um, that my graphics card's a 5700 XT, and if I, you know, on high settings, I can do it, balances bounces so much between 45 and 70 frames per second, so I just lock at the 30 because it's annoying at that point. Uh, so two things first, we're now
0: flying over Loch Ness, so keep an eye out. Ah, yes, um, you guys
1: are a little bit ahead of me.
0: Number two, uh, while the main thread, which is the game loop is always the busiest thread, which makes sense, as the one that's pretty much controlling everything and handing out jobs to other threads. Um, they've already significantly reduced some of that workload and the next update is gonna further enhance that. Uh, so there is multi-threading, but then there's at a certain point only so many things that you can split <laughs> into different tasks and expect different uh, threads to work uh, before you come into, uh, asynchronous issues where you have to wait for certain tasks to be done others. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. well, that's the thing that the, the gentleman
3: that just said um, it won't use more than four cores. I mean, we're in, that that to me is just bad coding. We're in a, we're in an age where you can get. Well, Sixteen
2: cores. That, no, that's, that's DX. The thing that's that DX11 that's doing that. It's not the. It's not the uh, game development or the simulator development. It's simply DX11. You can't oh, use okay. the four cores for the graphics. And um, okay.
0: Okay. It is, pump is supposed to come up on Updates nine, I think. So why
3: why wouldn't they release this? DX12 has gotten the most embarrassingly <laughs> low. Nobody uses it for anything. I think I added in uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's, it's recent. Uh,
0: it's just like Mantle, which became Vulcan. Those things are recent. It takes time for them not only to be built up and have support, but then afterwards to be uh, taught to the developers, and developers understand it, and then implement it into their games. Uh, what I'm going to say about this is they've been working on it with DX11 because DX12 was not a thing when they started this project. So they yeah. had to start with DX11. As That's actually a pretty
3: games, good point. I didn't think about it.
0: They yeah, also... they had DX12 you... that was released, so they said, okay, we're going to work on DX12, but we have to get at least the basics done first. That was before, right? We don't know when they started working on DX12, but they've been working on it from the Q&A. They told us it's been for a while, and we're expecting DX12 to come up. Uh, in quarter one of next year, so twenty twenty one. So really pretty it, quick. Yeah. It's coming up and because it's a Sobo and Microsoft, Microsoft's the one that's making direct text. So I'm expecting a really good implementation of that.
3: No, I get I get I didn't think about it in that long term either because I've been playing uh what was it? Battlefront two lets you pick DX twelve if you want and a couple or, I mean a couple other ones do, but usually everything's just still DX eleven. But these are things that have been Twelve isn't new anymore. Twelve came out three or four years ago. Twelve point
0: five is technically the new one with software-based ray tracing. So, <laughs>
3: oh, better. okay, yeah, nice. Right. Yeah.
0: So that's what's By the way, uh, 12.
1: Look so... down, everybody, just in case you can. Uh... <laughs>
3: Sorry, I hijacked your meeting here, dudes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 not at all. It's a, it's Please, a really good going, uh, open, open really good forum. Place. I am looking straight down, and I am trying to see.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna see? <laughs> I uh, want to see something. A shadow. Yeah,
1: yeah, just a something, or something lurking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me honestly, if something came up out of that water right now, would
0: you? <laughs> would you go down towards that it? Would be the a internet would Easter go egg. crazy.
1: That would be an Easter egg beyond belief. It be really so would be. Fun. And I'm descending <laughs> to to get down there and have a look. But uh, by the way, just just so you know, we're talking about lakes. This lake has a depth of 745 feet can you imagine the murky it's part of the caldonian uh, canal and literally it does have an opening to the sea so this is part of the theory that a uh, in there then something very large could be in here it's like 23 <laughs> miles long or something and really really deep and murky and
0: just a so rush could be, this could be a yeah. hotel okay <laughs>
1: Could, yeah, it's... aren't whales saltwater animals though?
3: Yeah, going to find nah, them. <clears throat> good point. I, I, I already
4: could... drive it a sub. <laughs> I uh,
3: I grew up on the Great Lakes, anyways, and those it's... things are pretty awful too, as far as the depth. I didn't like. Uh, my oh, dad would yeah. go. Let's go to the beach. I'm like, Dad, this isn't. No, no, this isn't yeah, a I, beach, it's... dude.
1: Yeah, with yeah, me, lit... Lake, er- Lake Erie. I'm like, no. And back in the day, Lake Erie was like, oh, it was like a dumping ground of. Yeah, I, I used this
4: Toledo's trees. dumping ground. What are you gonna do? Exactly so, someone
1: used to make
3: jokes <laughs> oh, about that because I grew up on Lake Ontario, I so was... I was like upstate New York. Oh yeah, and and uh, the river used to catch fire. Go... Yes, Cuyahoga River <laughs> caught on fire <laughs> when <laughs> I
4: was
1: a kid. Everybody <laughs> yeah. goes, don't go near <laughs> Lake Erie. No. I go, I don't. All That's right, dump, yeah. It used to be. It's very. Ne- they really, really made inroads in that now. Cleveland and you know it used to be the butt of uh, oh, terrible jokes all the time. Every night you turn on the news. And my mother say, Licks "Well, oh. Yes, she would say, "What's burning down tonight?" And sure enough, oh, there's a fire in Euclid. There's a fire in, you know, oh God, just over and over everywhere. And you're like, "Well, how many fires can there be in one night?" What, what does Cleveland had the California record back now? in the day. Just taking care of the river.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is the
1: river, or this is your house burning down because of your electric. It has nothing to do with like, you know, raging forest fires. This is literally the electrical work in your house burning down the neighborhood. And dumping crap in the river. <laughs> yeah, driving tractors. Oh, you want to get rid of that dryer? Just back it up into Lake Erie. It was, it was really awful. But now it's, they've really, really.
4: You know, to the credit to the worked. person putting the tractor in Lake Erie, the tractor would be dissolved. So <laughs> it's not a the problem. The tractor was screaming.
1: Are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the tractor was absolutely screaming. Don't do it. Don't do it. I swear. I swear I'll work. I'll work. That's, right, that's right. <laughs> Poor thing, I should make fun of Ohio, my, yeah. my uh, native so place there. Just a there, quick but, uh, uh,
0: heads up, at the end of uh, the Loch Ness, we're going to have another lake, and uh, Inverness oh, uh, Airport is going to be to the right of that lake. That's right. oh,
3: you guys are flying over in Scotland? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, because I'm headed to Easter Island to buzz the statues.
1: Oh nice, wave. Tell them if they don't wave back, you'll throw them in Lake Erie.
3: <laughs> I, I don't want to scare these people.
1: There's a great, yeah, the, the uh, Maui YouTuber. Been enough. I just want to say there's a great <laughs> yeah. YouTuber. I, I wouldn't imagine, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine he's watching just yet, but he's as doofer911 and his home base is here in Inverness. And he was like a godsend for FSX. He did like 74 videos, uh, tutorials for FSX, literally from the very beginning to you know, all through navigation and radio and everything, and those things. They're brilliant videos, and I'm hoping he's going to do a series for MSX. But just to throw him a shout-out, his uh, home base is up here in uh, MSFS. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking again. See, I'm staring. I'm looking down. I'm like, where's the monster? Where's (laughs) Urquhart Castle? This game has me up to three
3: monitors. One's for the sim, one's for Discord, and one's for Miscellaneous.
1: Yep. I have the phone uh, <laughs> and mother monitors for Discord and yeah. some of our, our data. And then, of course, I'm also waiting to buy a new monitor. I'm actually doing this on a 1080p TV because I just keep going back and forth and back. Do I get, you know, uh, 2K, 4K? Do I want curved and ultra wide? And curved, I... curved is useless
3: until you get over like 32 inches. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Yeah, you got to yeah, go real wide. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I was thinking, well, do you want to get the, what is it that there's one that's forty three, another one that's forty nine, and
4: depends on many yeah. You're hanging next to each other too,
3: you know. Yeah, plus you got to yeah. be reasonable about, like at some point, if you, what your where you're push? sitting, if you, you can't see the whole screen, you're sitting in front of sometimes, right?
0: Yeah.
4: Hey, but, uh, what's the heading on Inverness? Uh, uh, the
0: the runway. The runway? Right? Yeah. Uh, well, zero five four for runway five, which is gonna be straight in from our current position. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But I mean, even screens and all that stuff, I can understand for you if you just have one, it's horrible. And even STW here is on a seven sixty p screen.
3: But what it the thing about the game though was is, is it it just figured out that it wanted to use my um, I have two sixty hertz four ks and then one. Dang. Uh. Which is 144 hertz 1440p1 one. in the game pick the right monitor which is fine but it doesn't let you change it uh there's no way to pick a monitor out of my three monitors and everybody said they've been using their spanning software like their Nvidia or you
4: yeah, you, know, can, you can um you can uh choose the a different monitor if you want by uh saying make this my primary and then launching it it just goes off your primary monitor
3: So in other words, it's using Windows settings as opposed to
4: yeah 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 yeah. And then um, and I'm running a a three two Ks with a Predator in the center, and the Mm -hmm. Predator um, the G-Sync handles a lot of those uh, the cycling of the the frame rate. It smooths it out a lot because that's that was one of the problems I had when I hooked it up to a TV because I thought shit I'm gonna hook this up to the you know the 60 inch right and I did and and I was like ah the stutter because it's not variable. was yeah
3: and that, and that's why first off this I'm never gonna be playing this game at 4k but second off that 144 Hertz stuff uh with that uh, mine's AMD so whatever it's free Yeah, yeah yeah same stuff that, did that work it works excellent so the
4: same I mean, stuff it, yeah yeah I, I think the, the the key there is the um just to make sure that you know you're within the the frame rate and then I'm running a, a 28 each um RTx and it um it, it holds about 80 frame cycles between about 60 to 80. It's not started. been bad, yeah. And that's on high,
1: that's high That's pretty end. damn good. Yeah. I keep, yeah. Up, so it's,
0: yeah. picking Cookie's guys,
1: brain though. there, trying to figure out which man. monitor to get.
0: Oh man, good luck dude. With that.
1: Dude, it's it's so it's such a personal decision. Yeah. What what mean, have have to, is go, go to
0: Blurbusters. Go to Blurbusters and check out the Is on yeah. the top wish list. Uh, sadly, it is still in the backlog, so it's not like it's going to come up right away. Just be aware that it's going to be it only has 416 votes at the moment, so it's not like the number one, which has 1,700 votes. I was going to say wow. it's not common.
4: Yeah, I, I, I would say most people are running with a like. Your baseline oh is going to be running. Yeah, but like, just a monitor. at the and
0: point. Unless you have three monitors, where you can have the center monitor for your plane and then two for a peripheral. <laughs> yeah, but that's like that one, of, that one out of every four
4: thousand people
0: is going to have exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. But, and also, yeah. and
3: also, Windows won't. You have to use your spanning software that's built into other stuff to do it's that it's just
0: difficult for for your gpu to render all this stuff at the end like oh, dude, dude. has attacks.
3: <laughs> some some guy he had like one of those 21 to 9 ratio monitors oh, wow. and this guy comes into the channel and he goes why is this running bad and i go <laughs> well it's drawing three times as many pixels as it's supposed to and he goes what do you mean i go your display's like seven thousand by by 2140 oh god yeah. and i'm going do you know what that does? And he goes I mean he just, I mean I wasn't trying to be a jerk to him but I'm going you're pushing too many pixels through it.
1: So yeah. that's why I, I keep calculating the area, yeah. That's why I keep hesitating. I'm like I have a 3900X and a 2080 Ti and I'm like what how much can I push without stuttering? I'm not somebody that will freak out over the number like some people really they they don't see you know 50 or 60 or whatever that number is that they want. I'm just I want stutter-free flight, and obviously now I'm getting it, but I, I, I'm i struggling yep. with the monitor because I just don't know what well, my system can handle. Yeah, but so,
3: here, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I have a 5700 XT, and before the game out, I made a prediction. I said in high, my system will probably average around 40 to 50 if it's a good day, and sure enough, that's what it averages. But if I put the frames per second to 60, the, the card acts completely different because now it's it's trying to run twice as many frames, and the yeah. fans are going nuts and all this stuff. So well, yeah, if you have a twenty eighty, you know that's yeah. It, the the that's 2080s standards.
4: handle it pretty. They yeah. handle it pretty pretty well. I mean, they're not getting like over... they're pushing around eighty ninety at tops, and they're they're
0: well, they're I, good. I, I want but. to add one point the. Depending well, I mean the 5700 and 5700 XT are very close to each other, but you can compare those to the RTX 2070 and RTX 2070 Super. Yeah, basically my so. card's
3: about three percent behind the Super, and about ten percent in front of the one, you know, the original one.
0: Yeah.
3: This card was 400 bucks. I mean, I, there's no way I was gonna go wrong with it. Yeah, exactly. But I also was, you know, I play stuff. I play stuff. I get 200 frames a second in like Battlefront 2 and.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah. So,
3: but as soon, this game game come out, and I said. I said yeah I'm not playing this without vsync on and just saying unlimited there's no i don't the, know, the, the you know of I
2: don't know how you get that kind of frame for a thing because I have a 2080 super but I'm on a uh, um, 8700k processor um, and I'm I get 45 to 50 that's it
4: so well, I so my processor is an i <laughs> i9 9900 k and yeah. so the single threaded throughput is quite a bit higher you might be a CPU bottleneck
3: I think yeah. I am. I yeah. And that's another just
0: go in dev mode and then you turn on your FPS counter. Oh, good
4: idea. Dude, that the is the,
3: the ugliest tab. thing in the universe. Oh, hideous. You
4: can do it for your monitor oh. usually. It's ugly, <laughs> yeah. But it's the it most It literally useful. looks
3: like it, it looks like Commodore 64 font. I'm like, how much time <laughs> did they put into this? Honestly, yeah, NVIDIA, it's but no, it's I've turned it on I've and almost
0: as an overlay. Other overlays tend yes. to, to hide some stuff. This at least it tells me all oh, my milliseconds. It's you can easily calculate, well, you know, your FPS just from the numbers as well. Like the one, the
3: one Microsoft put in Gears of Gears of War Five, is an outstanding, and the one in Forza 4 are outstanding FPS monitors. And then I loaded this up, and it looked like I went back in time 20 years.
1: You know, I got to tell you something. It has a
3: lot of information, though. It does have a lot of. Information. I got to
1: tell you something that I was having issues with some of my. I was seeing pixelation and a little bit of weirdness. And what I did not realize is when I updated my NVIDIA driver, it the, the NVIDIA experience, it was checked GeForce to experience. optimize my game, GeForce. <laughs> and so here's the weird thing. In the sim, all the settings, ultra, everything's on. I'm on ultra, like everything. Running great, no stuttering, no nothing. But the GeForce experience had literally... Yeah, downgraded uh... some of my settings and yeah. this is ultimately because there's a lot of people like oh the sim has been downgraded and some things have been but i did not realize for about what cookie, Still writing. Like, like, <laughs> almost two weeks maybe
0: well, Very yeah. honestly, i'm like i've got this
1: weird things. problem and
0: there's the first driver that came out on the day of the release on the 18th of august that had the the game ready <clears throat> driver yeah, that
1: was good. That one worked well for and me. And then
0: there is the other one that came in probably about a week ago, something like that, and that's probably the one that is causing some of that stuff. Yeah. one thing to remember is that the game-ready drivers from uh, GeForce Experience is a set of drivers made for your games to run at 60 FPS. And the people at NVIDIA did not understand a simulator doesn't need high frame rates, it needs visual quality. So the issue was i am on a gtx 970 and it was giving me low uh 768p and weird crappy stuff and well, i'm running the... everything on medium 30 fps so yeah
3: but in, in, in your just yeah. so just to point this out before i forget yep inside of your graphic settings if you do anything with that scale <coughs> like if you if you scale it like there's a scale so like you're really running it one resolution but it's displaying another, everything looks like shit. Oh, it looks yeah, the terrible. Oh yeah,
0: scaling itself is not necessarily amazing as well. Like, I'm no, not that's what, that's scaling at 100, to like, no matter what.
3: Yeah, anyway, I just wanted, yeah. before I forgot, that's something always to look at.
4: Yeah, scaling will screw you. you know, I'll go right here. Is this the caravan coming down? I
3: there will be go. back later, gentlemen. I'm putting okay. it on meat for a bit. Thanks Who's for chatting. Fl- hey, thank yeah. you.
0: Who's flying the caravan? Uh, well, I landed. But I'm not a caravan.
1: It's not my fault this time.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing yeah, I mean... bad happened.
1: Oh, well, uh, if I was flying the caravan, so I see the aerobat
4: landed. That's, or no, that was a 172.
1: Yeah, I'm coming up too fast, too high. You know my normal, my normal shtick. So let me just uh, get to where I can deploy yeah, some actually, flaps finally, and throw we're, myself we're down. All here looking at you, so no problem Oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> this should be brutal. Get ready.
4: Enjoy. I think everybody's landed now. Good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, it actually looks amazing with uh, the weather set to uh, to scattered clouds at probably about a little 6 bit PM.
1: too fast here. Let's see. I
2: wonder if when people all select scattered clouds at the same time, if they see the same clouds.
1: <laughs>
4: they don't. I was, uh-huh. the, uh, I was looking at the I was looking at the Twitch feed. It, it's totally different between the two.
0: Yeah, it's quite unique. I think there's some seeds, and because uh, Media Blue is also using predictive weather modeling, um, which is essentially you have multiple threads that are each going to predict their own models, and then every time they compare with real-life weather, and then they throw away <coughs> the ones that are bad, they keep the ones that are good, and they keep creating new threads like this. This time it's always getting the most accurate and removing the, the worst ones. So you're we're, we're probably just on different... Uh, on different tracks so I'm, i think that's fine it's just uh it's never going to be perfect unless we're in live weather which is not the case right now so i wouldn't expect us to have the same weather
4: but but even on live weather of watched it it's it's still somewhat generated so that's what's going on
0: yeah it <coughs> takes time I, i'm really in no hurry for live weather to be like no. looking outside the weather like outside the window and looking but... at the sim that would be cool
4: they I, I like I was okay. So I was at Saint Vincent in the, um, in the Caribbean. There's a an airport on that island, and uh, there's a river that like ran through the runway, like broke the runway.
0: Oh, <laughs> that I want oh.
4: fixed before the, uh, um, before the clouds.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah.
4: Because I landed, and I was like, "What the heck just happened?" Because I just blew up, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. it was, and it was no, uh, the runway had you know maybe it was simulating a collapse, due to a sinkhole or something, but it was. It was awful, so I sent that in as a bug. I mean, these things are going to happen. So, is there a way for us, as the community, to fix that sort of stuff and publish it out when we find it?
0: Uh, well, we're hoping is, for the gateway. It is for us to report bugs. That's for sure. I know that's one of them.
4: Yeah, I have no problem just you know sticking it into whatever the Jira system is or whatever. But you know, I, I was just wondering if there's a way that we could assist in you know fixing these other than just reporting the the I guess that's a terrain problem
0: yeah I agree
4: just effectively it's isn't it it would be the the procedural regeneration of everything or are all the airports actually not in that procedural generation from Bing Maps that's what I was trying to figure out is is it because Bing Maps has has the elevation data wrong and that screws it up or is it something else I don't know
0: Mm, It's, it's a big it's a big mix of everything honestly yeah Wow. Well, not bad I'm, landing for Al. Yeah. Actually, your landing was no, much a little, better than uh, me with my drone, because I'm on... I
1: went right? a little bit too far, but uh all right. I'll t- turn around here. Now you'll see the, the insanity of my uh, rudder here. Let's see if it...
0: Well, I could look at it because I'm on the... flings the
1: me into the grass.
0: Well,
4: you did have full flaps on. You could have saluted a little, maybe, on the end.
1: Uh,
4: <laughs> just fucking with so, you. I'm so thrilled to be alive. You could, you could reuse it, right? a little
1: bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's, <laughs> it hasn't exploded, and I'm—I don't have body parts laying in the grass, so I'm actually <laughs> somewhat pleased. And I'm not going to do a super fancy parking here because I'll ram right into Cookie, and as we all know, cookies can crumble. So. Oh.
0: Oh. Ter- didn't see I know that was, coming.
1: Yeah, it's horrendous, right? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. telling <laughs> no, yeah. That was crap. That was wow. crap. As my grandmother would say.
0: No. <laughs> That's wow. complete crap. Well, we all landed. That was, yeah, a, that was a great kinda. flight. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, we're 11 or something. So, uh, yeah. That was a you, nice everyone.
3: route.
2: Well done. Was, uh, Very pretty.
0: Great flight. Great. great discussion. Thank you for, for being part of uh, the discussion with us. And, uh, again, great questions, great topics, yeah, great comments. That. And, uh, yeah, this thing is uh, recorded. We do this every Thursday. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's uh, 2300 UTC. So feel free to join for next week uh, if you want. Um, next week we're planning to fly on the Cote d'Azur, which is uh, the Mediterranean between Italy and France. So other should beautiful, be beautiful. places to see, and of course more great topics. Uh, so that's going to be it for today, and uh, we'll we'll see you guys uh, next Thursday.
1: Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Cookie. All right. See Thanks, Cookie. Thanks, Cookie. Bye, guys. Thanks, Cookie.
0: Bye-bye, guys.